everybody, listen up. I am here today with the Joy Vila. Joy, I think that you and I are going to make the group think cry today. <laughs> I think so too. We really are. First of all, there's too much sexiness here, and then there's too much smartness, and then it's just oh. minds. Really quickly, Joy is she's an activist. She is a recording artist, an author. We're going to talk about her new book. She is somebody who, whether you agree with her or not, you cannot deny this woman. She says what she thinks and she thinks what she says. And she's a badass bitch. Okay. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> you're against the grain. You are. You're against the grain. And we're going to get into that. Name for me. Name for me one thing that we love more in 2020 than putting ourselves and each other in boxes. Oh, you know what? I say nothing because it's all about labels. It's all about boxes. It's all about, you know, you have to fit this category or I'm going to erase this category like gender. We're racing gender now, except for when we say women are better at things. So then, but gender still exists but like it doesn't, but not really. And then sexuality is everything's a spectrum except for politics. You're either pro, you know, the, the left or you're okay. a racist, misogynistic asshole, basically. Right. That's it. Here's the <laughs> thing, everybody. Here's the thing you could, and we all know this, you could do something as simple as like something on social media. You could like a comment suddenly People oh. think that they know your blood type, your social security, your yep. stance on gun control. I'm a conservative. You know, I'm not, I don't expect everyone else to be. I authored a book called Kick-Ass Conservative. But yes. it's like consistency is one thing, but, but being locked in a prism or prison where it's an echo chamber, where all you do is like only certain amounts of posts and you never read the other side is horrible. It's where we're at. And listen... We're going to get to your boxes, Joy. No pun intended. Okay? <laughs> because we know you have them. We know you have them. I got a nice box. For me, I, I am even put in a box constantly. Constantly. Yeah. As a journalist, right? For yeah, those of you who sure. don't know, I'm an entertainment red carpet reporter. And naturally, that's the mainstream oh. group ass media thing. And I right. challenge one goddamn thing. Suddenly I get, you can't say that. Go be on Fox News. I put in a box. I was in Playboy in a spread. That's oh. right. That's oh. right. Which is awesome. Thank you. But yeah. Oh, what, what kind of integrity do you have as a writer? We're all about the boxes. Now, Joy, your boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me lay it out. Joy is black. She's Latina. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, she's a recording artist. She's also in Hollywood. She has these tattoos. Oh, yeah. Right? All this arc on. She's a woman. And right. yes, you have a book coming out, Kick Ass Conservative. <gasps> Joy, <laughs> you can't be all these things. I can't be. How dare I? I'm also a pro Trump conservative and voted for him and looking forward to voting for him for a second term this November. Pro life, pro God, pro religious freedom. You know, these are the things that I've maintained. And now I actually came from the left. I was hashtag feminist, hashtag, you know, gun right, gun control. When I look at some of the posts that I used to do, some of the t-shirts I used to wear, I talk about that in my book. I used to, I have this whole little chapter in my book where I talk about feminine, not feminist, 
where I identify as pro-woman because I've yes. moved away. Third, first wave feminism got us the vote, very important. Um, and got us away from being property of our husbands and forced to be married and not getting education. Extremely important. Second wave feminism said, listen, you don't have to go, you know, and get married right in the fifties and sixties. You can, you know, go to college, you can be free voting, all this stuff, continuing that third wave feminism and fourth wave feminism now says you have to wear blue hair, be ugly and hate men and be fat. That's why I feel like all I see from it. And, I, and I'm not trying to body shame, but I'm just like, the people that I see who are telling me to celebrate womanhood look so unhappy. And then you have a yeah. handful of paid Hollywood actors, right? As you know, being a journalist, like, yes, I'm a feminist. And I'm like, yes, I love it. You know, meanwhile, they're doing things that, you know, is not pro-woman behind the scenes to get the roles that they get. The hypocrisy well, is real. The hypocrisy is real. And it's I'm it's so real. Even on the physical plane. This is again with the boxes. Joy's literally looking them at the face and being like, fuck you. She's in a sports <laughs> bra. She's got tats. That's you do right. not look at Joy and think conservative. You think someone who is all nice and, and ladylike. Shops at L.L. Bean, pearl wearing, you know what I mean? That I always talk about the pearl clutching conservatives because I will talk about those too. Listen, there's room for everybody out here, but that's not the only conservatives that should be shown. There's a new conservative party, it's a new wave where LGBT is prominent, black lives are mm -hmm. prominent, Latinos are prominent. We have you know, immigrants who are prominent, who are proud to say, no, I'm not gonna kneel for the flag, I'm gonna stand for the flag, I'm gonna stand for the national anthem, I'm gonna stand up for my president and my nation because I came here for the American dream. I fought, bled, and you know, spoke for the American dream. My ancestors fought to be equal. Now we want superiority, we want black lives to be better, we don't want them to matter because they have mattered, but we want them to be better than others. We want to, you know, make white people feel bad, feel shame. Oh, you're so bad. Like when you said you get, uh, what did you, you didn't say discriminatory because you're so not a victim. That's something I love about you. But I, when you, you get judged for who you are, I can already see playboy model, former playboy model, attractive, blonde, young, well-spoken and white. Uh, you, your privilege is showing, right? How many times have you gotten you're only there because of your privilege, not your hard work? They don't know how you lived your life. To tell you that all your hard work doesn't count and just because you were born in a certain color and that's the only thing that matters, mm -hmm. uh, that's racist. That's racist. And even the women thing, I've talked about it so many times on this podcast. In my opinion, it's we're bashing men. We're that's not equality. That's not equality. Now speak, and I've tried to get pieces like this published, arguing this very thing, having high, you know, profile, prominent people speaking to that. They don't get published, Joy. Gee, I wonder why. Now, speaking of not getting published, I have a story for you. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if you remember this. I actually interviewed you, Joy, at the Grammys last year. Oh my God, you did. Okay. You did. So get a load of this. So you guys, Joy is also known for her really controversial dresses, especially at the Grammys. Now last year, Joy, your dress was literally, it had the barbed wire. It was, yes. looked, it looked like a wall and it said, build the wall. Yes. And I was like, I have to interview this girl. I have to. Okay. Oh so God. I was there for New York Magazine which we know is a super liberal mainstream, right? Beautiful right. interview with you. Beautiful interview, uh, which we're going to get into later. Joy, do you think they published it? They didn't publish it? 
just because gee, I want me. Gee, I wonder why. A celebrity. What's I've hit number one on the Billboard charts, number one on iTunes and Amazon. I have a number one best-selling album. Okay, I'll tell Beyonce, Dylan, Lady Gaga for that week in March. 2017. I toured 35 countries. I'm an independent artist. Why wouldn't that be interesting? Just because you disagree with my politics. In fact, they should have published it because they would have got so many clicks. That's crazy. That's Enjoy that is. And you as a journalist, Thank you. being impartial, just interviewing a celebrity on the red carpet. I talk so much about being censored and being silenced and being quiet. Yeah. And you know that it's not always make that person go away if they don't agree with you. It's, right. I'm sure, Joy, you've had experiences not being invited to things, not being invited 100%. onto panels. Your stories, such as my story about you not getting published. How many That's times? How many times? So many times. I've been told to my face, I've been blacklisted from certain events. Um, and I've gotten into some events anyways, because I know people in the industry and I'm kind. I'm kind to everyone. Do you disagree with me? I'm still going to be kind to you, you know? But this blows my mind. It's funny. As soon as you said I interviewed you, it's like the picture of your face, because I knew you looked familiar. But I was like, oh, maybe it's just because I've seen your podcast and I listened to, you know, some of the stuff you've done. And, you know, we got to know each other off the camera. We were chatting. Right. We have a lot in common, which is amazing. And then I was like, oh, shoot, yes. Because I remember you recorded it, right? You revoked yes. you recorded it. That's right. Yes. It was in a huddle with a couple of other reporters. Yes. Probably, I think there was Us Weekly and like LA Times. And then there was you. And I think all of you, probably none of those things got got published See I, what mean, I mean variety magazine actually published a quote this year at the 2020 grammys and i wore a trump 2020 dress with impeached and re-elected on the back latex by desi designs couture who designs all my dresses and variety magazine actually said it would not be the grammys without joy villa in a pro-trump dress that was the first wow. time they said something like that all of us, the so-called singer, the Trump supporter, wearing this tacky thing. They're always like, you know, and I'm like, whatever, you're writing about me. I don't care. Am I on that carpet for attention? Of course I am, just like everyone else. The difference is I have a message to talk about and proclaim. I'm sure uh, there are people who already, to this point, they're like, click, I'm not going to listen anymore, right? Yeah, they're, already, they're already like that Trump bitch. Uh, you're canceled. They're, you're but already that's what Taylor for having me on. For daring. But people are going to label you. They're going to say, oh, Joy Vila, oh, Pro Trump, next click. Yeah. Guys, look at this, okay? We're breaking out of the box right ass now. And I want to get your take on this too. Somebody who has become, I feel like, such a crusader on the, you know, mainstream side in entertainment is Ava DuVernay, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've interviewed Ava. And, okay, <sighs> okay this is going to be controversial for me to say because I know she's like the, you know, can't touch her. She's and a black I'll be all. You can't say anything about her. She's a Thank you. Category. It's the truth. <laughs> she posted about the um, election and she said in her caption, I'm sorry, there's no room for debate on this. There's no room for debate. There's no room for debate. You're a filmmaker. Okay. I feel like it's, that's another Hollywood hypocrisy, right? Joy is like artists and filmmakers. It's all about bringing different stories and perspectives to the I'll table. Diversity, but not diversity of thought. They'll shut down your voice. No, because you're a racist, homophobic, misogynistic. So thereby, it's their moral right to shut you up. So they're, you know, Antifa, their whole thing, Antifa, right, is anti-fascist, is like, oh, we don't want fascists. So we can, we can hurt fascists, like punch a Nazi. So if I categorize you as a Nazi, 
I can then say it's okay to elicit violence against you. And who's a Nazi? Anyone who disagrees with them. Hollywood is like that. You know, that's why I come out, yes, with middle fingers blazing, because I'm a hardcore Trump mm -hmm. supporter, because mm -hmm. I met the president, I know the president, and I love what he's doing for the black community. I know a lot about politics. Um, but if you just question it, independents I know, moderates, even Democrats, moderate Democrats are now getting iced out. It's really, it's detrimental to democracy, free speech. Yeah. Yep. Eva DuVernay, you're creating art that people are watching about the human experience and that's the hypocrisy. All Absolutely. about diversity, this, that, Absolutely. yet there's no room for debate to hear the other side. So I'm it's confused, disgusting. which is it? You know what? She actually blocked me on Twitter, by the way. Okay. Yeah, so she, you know, she definitely somebody, she blocked me about a year ago, never met her in my life, but you know, I'm also an actress and I did a feature film called The Contrast, which is, should be coming out next year. And um, they sought me out because it was conservative filmmaker, Chris Johnson, and the, the film is a romantic mm -hmm. comedy, it's independent. Uh, and they just, he loved my bravery. And I was like, this is the dream. Being a woman of color, getting powerful in the industry in Hollywood, using mm -hmm. my voice to help and change. I love diversity of thought, not just color. So knowing that this woman blocked me when she literally has the same thinking as I do as, as far as filmmaking, it goes to show you that just because someone's like, oh, I'm all about the struggle and I love people of other, you know, other people of color, women of color, I wanna support them. I wanna, only when it makes them look good. Because as soon as you find out somebody like me is a conservative, all of a sudden all bets are off and you can now call me every name in the book. You can shame me, you can block me, you can try to blacklist me. And that's sad. I've been attacked by other black celebrities quite a bit in my career. I mean, in my experience as a journalist, and I see all sides, which we were talking about before, Joy. I'm not one side, I'm not this side. I'm just sort right. of calling out the bullshit and calling it as it is. And I have a hard enough time pushback from editors, getting DMs, you can't say this. I know it's, you know, when I talked to you on the red carpet at the Grammys, you said, I just do my thing, I push forward, but... I can't imagine that that doesn't get under your skin, getting ostracized, getting blocked by Ava DuVernay. I mean. Yeah, it's true, Taylor, because it does, like it did get under my skin when it first started happening because I've worked so hard to make it in this industry. Uh, I ended up producing and creating my own album that I wrote in the UK, which was I Make the Static. I ended up joining the recording company, recording academy, all before I blew up on politics. All of this had already yeah. happened. So that when 2017, when it happened, suddenly people bought my album, which was already three years old, and it shot it up the charts. But I had already been hustling. So to work so hard for something that I love, modeling, growing up, doing the acting, being told, you know, cover the tattoos or, or straighten the hair, take the flower out, less makeup, more makeup, too sexy, not skinny enough, too, mm -hmm. you know, not sexy enough, you know, too thick, not thick enough, mm -hmm. all of these things for years to finally have made some success on my principles is the mm -hmm. most incredible thing I could possibly ask for. But when all of that tries to be taken away from you by hate, uh, by shame, I spent many nights crying in my pillow because it felt like everyone just hated me. And I chose to push through by the grace of God. I pushed mm -hmm. through and I said, you know what? Fuck them, I'm strong. There is a reason I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? Because it helps others and because I fucking want to, right? So Ooh. I doing it and here I am today. I mean, does it get under my skin? Sometimes, but is it also fun for me now? Yeah. I'm like, am I pissing you off by being myself? It's your problem. I need to take on that attitude because as I do this and as I continue on this path, 
I mean, I've never been one to kiss celebrities' asses ever, even in my interviews. But now that I'm really calling it out, I'm like, well, gee, I don't know how I'm going to, if I'm going to be welcome to Hollywood back with open arms. You know what I mean? But you really inspire me. It's a, it's a risk you have to take. And I mean, you guys, Joy has gone on red carpets with not only build the wall dress, you had a dress one year with an unborn fetus. Yeah. Like she is going there. It's in your face. And to have that kind of, again, whether you agree or not to have that kind of bravery. And we know in Hollywood, it is tough. It's tough. You'll get ostracized and to bring it. And it's also like, everything has to be like, your statements are bold. Let's take it to like even one little comment. And if it's not PC, so not to rag on her, but to bring it back to Ava. Yeah. I interviewed her when she was promoting A Wrinkle in Time. And I want to get your take on this joy as a black woman who's in entertainment because at the same time, Black Panther was crushing it. And I asked her something along the lines of, you know, what does this moment feel like that two, you know, movies helmed by black directors and about black excellence are crushing it right now. And she took issue with it. She took issue with it. And she was like, well, I think what you mean to say, and it's like for people, it's like, you can't say the right thing. You can't say the right thing. You really can't. And I thought being, you know, protected, my color does give me actually a little bit of leeway because when I go to Hollywood parties and events, I'll just be chilling and love great conversations and they'll love me. And then someone will bring up politics and I'll be myself and I'll be honest about it. And then they'll go, oh my gosh, you're that girl. And suddenly the air is different. But at first, they assume I think like them because the color of my skin, the texture of my hair. They're like, yeah, well, sister, black power, yes. Hey, you know, I've heard, you know, a lot of unfortunately black guys will be like, oh, wow, she looks so woke, but she's so stupid. Like all of a sudden, right? And then black girls will be like, oh yeah, you're not really for us. And it's crazy. There's colorism, right? I've always been told I have too light skin because I'm mixed. I'm Latina. I'm not Latin enough, but then I'm also not black enough to be considered black. I'm light, bright, light skin. So I've had all these things. So I've always been like, you know what? I am me. And now, of course, since race is such a big thing, I'm like, yes, I am black. I am Latina, right? Like, and I am. And I'm Italian and I'm spicy and this is what you get. But it's funny because I've seen the shift and it was horrible before for people of color in Hollywood, right? You had to whiten everything, whiten your last names. It's changed to now, if you are white, you should be ashamed of that. There's something wrong with that. If you're a straight white male, you are the ultimate enemy. The ultimate enemy. So it's like, it's okay to be rude to someone because they don't get it. They have white privilege. And it's like, wait a second, like Ava, you're the one with the privilege. You're the one who's the millionaire. You're the one up there helming huge movies with Oprah and getting accolades and everything. And you're gonna talk down to a journalist who's an independent woman journalist and be like, no, what you mean to say and insult you and act like you have the problem. She's the one with the attitude problem. Her color does not excuse that. Her her being a woman doesn't excuse that. It doesn't make it right just because someone has been wrong to you in the past it doesn't make it right to now flip the script. That's my biggest problem with feminism and, you know, in any of these. Oh, come on. There's, there's so much, there's so much guilt. There's that guilt. It's guilt by default. My mom is an immigrant. So wow. when he, my mom came from Italy, actually. Oh, Joy. Sister, what's up? My dad's Italian, Argentinian. Well, so so when people. Generation on your mom's yeah, side. So when, yeah. So when people say, you know, 
oh, you know, the white guilt, the whole thing. I'm like, my mom and her family and my and my ancestors, they weren't even here. Look so poorly on people who are, like you said, the white guilt, the male guilt, the, you know, whatever guilt you want to put. It, it looks, it's such nonsense. It's such childish. I just want to fast forward this part in history. And I wanted to say to you too, Taylor, is, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't even know if Hollywood is like, you know, going to embrace me. You're kind of going down a rabbit hole right now, right? But you're doing what feels good do what feels good. You actually don't need them. Uh, they need you is what I mean to say, because you're an independent voice. You're an actual, you're like ears yeah. to the ground talking to real people. So get, you have your followers, you have your listeners, you have your stories to tell, tell them girl, you know, you don't need any of those phonies out there while they can keep, you know, kissing ass, let them kiss ass. They're on their own planet. And I've talked about it so many times on the show, how out of touch, you know, the Hollywood elite is from from real life yeah, and real people. I mean, I want to move out of Hollywood. We were kind of talking about that too. Hollywood is just don't sinking down into the ocean. You know, and bye, I think, bitch. Yeah, it's bye, bye bitch. To Hollywood. Joy, <laughs> what do you think about, this is a full circle moment actually, because when I talked to you at the Grammys last year, funny enough, I don't know if you remember this, I asked you what you would envision a Cardi B encounter to look like. Cause at that point, I don't know if you've met since, but you hadn't met. And I know she's obviously so liberal and for Biden yeah. and this whole thing. And here's what you said. I don't know if you remember this, but I actually went in the archives to look at the interview and you said, you said, I love Cardi B. I love her music. We disagree on politics, but that doesn't mean we can't support one another. So with that said, we're flash forward, you know, a year, over a year. Also, wet ass pussy has come out and a lot of like, right-wing conservatives had were you know super uptight about it so what is yeah. what what are your thoughts and feelings on it now well i would i would amend that state that statement because i don't love her music anymore um i think oh. that cardi b is really the opposite of me in many ways and i i've always i admire anyone who's successful to an extent because i'm like it's not my place to hate on them you know, Kardashians, people always talk. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to love on you, but I'm not, I'm like, uh, it's always criticizing gets a lot of clicks. So I tend to not say negative things. I'd rather say nice things in the press, especially people I don't know. Um, and having seen how Cardi B has been so outspoken and anti, just the ignorance, I'm like, honey child, no. Now I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say I support her right to say what she wants, but that song and everything was poorly written. It was just pure softcore porn, which is like, it's not even, it's not even being artistic these days. So I am on the side of saying like, I think it's just trash, but she's going to do that because that's when they get clicks. That's going to make money. And it's shock and awe. And I'm just like, okay, I love sexiness. I love sex appeal. I love a strong woman. But now the song is literally telling you to have sex with a man and get a car. It's not saying build your own business, be a hot bitch and get a car. People look at the lyrics and it's literally teaching prostitution. Use your body to get what you want. But like, you know, suck and fuck these niggas, like tax these niggas, get these guys. Like it's so debased. And as a black woman, I see so much of that already in hip hop culture and black culture from the male side. And again, two wrongs don't make a right. I don't want to hear from guys. I don't want to hear from girls. Like I'm done with this. I would still love to meet her. I still, you know, bear no personal grudge against her because I don't know her. She's done very well for herself. She's very successful, um, you know, but 
I don't like her music anymore. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> two things, <laughs> two things. One, I've interviewed everyone under the sun, Joy, you name it. Yeah. Every A-list or every actor. No one, I don't think, has had the balls like you just did to say, you know what? Yeah, sometimes in the press, I sugarcoat and I say I love someone and really, I don't want to say anything negative. How many, how many people would ever have the balls to be that Thank transparent? You. Thank you. Because that's, that's hard. That last year, I, I didn't want that to be the news story. I've always been, I've always, I guess I've always sugarcoated, but I've gone to sugarcoat it. Like, oh yeah, well, yeah, I love them. I respect them. You have to say that, oh, they're doing their thing. I admire them. Now I just call it out. Because I don't know, I'm 34, yeah. 24. I think I'm too old for this shit now, like to be fake. Who cares if they come at me and try to cancel me later? Pull a Roseanne bar or whatever. I'm like, at least, I, at least I'll go down being honest. <laughs> cancel us, bitch. I was going to start the episode like that. Be like, cancel us, go. I dare cancel you. Cancel us. I was so afraid of rocking the boat, boat still. There was like the vestiges of rocking the boat still amongst the celebrity circles. But now I see they honestly, most celebrities don't even have that much power. So even if you do shit talk them, first of all, the, the industry behind them is the one with the power. They don't care. All of the things that people read, the drama, it's all manipulated to sell magazines, you know? None of this has anything to do with real life. But I appreciate you saying that because it's been for me an ethical thing where writing my book, honestly, during this thing, Kick-Ass Conservative, I get very honest. I get very truthful. Mm -hmm. I talk about I went to rehab. I talk about I used to strip. I talk about things I have never said before. Joy, wait I a minute, wait a minute. You used to strip. Yeah. How does that impact your view on, like even what you just said, like this wet ass, put that's trash. Putting it all out there, that's yeah. trash. See, I would never in a million years know that. Boxes, people, yeah. boxes. boxes. Exactly, that's why I'm like, I'm honest. I went through a whole conversion. You know, I used to drink, I used to do drugs, I used to party a lot. And that was one of the things, because I did suffer sexual abuse as a child, uh, you know, the death of my mom, I had a really abusive relationship, I gave a child up for adoption, so I'm very pro-life, thank you. And all of these struggles, I thought, I need to hide. I need to not talk about this because people are going to think less of me if they know I'm not perfect, which is the irony, right? Like I get angry too. And people are always, they discover that I cuss in real life because I, I don't really cuss a lot. But when I talk to someone I'm comfortable with or if I'm allowed to, I'll cuss, I'll drop an F-bomb. I was I'm, surprised when you did today. I was surprised because I dropped right. on left, right, and sideways. And even before today, I was like, Taylor, don't be a trailer trash truck driver. Ah! Joy is a lady. Totally. And I love that because I, you know, I love being a lady. I love being a feminine woman and I love the classiness. And it doesn't mean you have to be locked in a box. That's why I always tell women, and that's funny, we talk about boxes. This episode could be like checking the boxes. Because it's like, don't be locked in a box. I was going through this real sexual exploration. And I tell you, honey, I, I say it in my book, I was a trisexual. I would try anything. <laughs> and that's really, you know, even coming out like to say, like, I don't know if I'm really gonna say that I'm that I'm straight. I mean, I, I'm with a man and I love being with a man, but I never wanted to say I'm bi or I'm this, but I've had relationships with both men and women. But I don't want to use those boxes to be like, oh no, I'm coming out as this, I'm coming out as that, and making it, you know, it's so cringy when the next celebrity comes out. Cringe. I'm coming out as bisexual. It's like who cares, bitch? You know, you're married to a dude, like no one gives a fuck, right? Like it, it maybe we're obsessed, we're obsessed with, with labels. It. It's the trendy thing. It's like, oh, I'm fluid. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. Just be. 
why? Why? You could be a joy. You could be a joy. You could be a stripper and then be like Cardi B's trash. You could be a tailor and be in Playboy and then write dissertations for, for huge publications. Okay, you could have a PhD and be have been you know a stripper. Like it doesn't stop putting yourself in a box. You should be able to express your sexuality and be a sexual being. That's healthy. That's natural. But when you are then pushing it to tell somebody you know, that this is all you deserve. That's wrong. Like Cardi B was a stripper, but she now is like, it's one thing to say, I came from this background, right? Uh, if you were like a sex worker, I came from this background. It's another entirely thing to say, and I'm going to tell you, this is the way to make it. I don't have shame in the game, but I remember where I was at when I was stripping. And it's not where I was at now. Everyone wants to get out of the streets, out of the ghetto and make it and create something beautiful mm-hmm. and eventually have a family and have success. So we're selling a lie when we say, oh yeah, you can just do 25 shots a night and you know, fuck these hoes and crash a Lamborghini and live a great life. Like all of these, it's now pop, rock, you know, rap, all the musicians and all the actors are selling this life when they're not doing that. They're, ba- they're back at home with their wife and their kids and their dog, you know, doing b And their infinity pool and their mansion and their butler. Pool. They're not sleeping on a park bench. Yeah. I follow that thinking, well, I'm in Hollywood. I'm doing it. No, I wasn't. You know, it just cut years off my life and wasted my life. Now I don't do drugs. I'm vegan. I got an amazing hot ass boyfriend (laughs) younger than me. Uh, Yeah, I was divorced. I was married and I'm divorced now. And I got a young guy. He's amazing. He loves me. You know what, Joy? I was going to ask you about that because- He's independent like you. He's not political. He's just common sense. Oh, hell yes. First, I want to say that what I love about you and even this conversation is I know that there are things that we are agreeing on and things that we don't have to agree on. Like, for example, you're pro-life. I happen to be pro-choice. Even Cardi B, like, I'm for WAP. Sure, go ahead. Show us your labia. But I know that you're going to, we're going to respect each other's. This is what's missing right here, everyone. This is what's missing, the dialogue. We're going to respect each other's points of view and go, okay, you're coming from here. I'm coming from there. We're not going to go blocked and pull an Ava DuVernay and say, nope, Taylor shouldn't be listened to. Joy shouldn't no be listened No discussion. To. You're such a figure in, in the conservative world, especially look at your book, Kick-Ass Conservative. And even what you've shared today. I'm going to get some haters on that side. Yeah. And it is a self-help book for conservatives, but it's also a book that I encourage non-conservatives to read. Um, because like you said, we need to open the dialogue. So I I also say, what the hell is a conservative? A lot of people have an idea of what it is, you know, and other people have an idea. Is it looking? Is it social? Is it, is it just on taxes? And a lot of people think it's like, just, is it just Trump? All of these things. So I do, and I do it in a fun, humorous way. And I reveal some shocking things about myself that probably will get me canceled by some conservatives. I don't care. And then the left, of course, is going to get canceled because I am a conservative. But I want everyone to read it, discuss it. If you hate it, that's fine. You know, pick it up at the library if you can't buy it. I don't care. The ebook is available. It's at joyvilla.com. But if we don't encourage people to write their, their stories out there and share them and discuss them, like you said, then we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to have a future. You bust these labels away. Someone wouldn't look yeah. at you and think conservative. She right. was a stripper. When I spoke to you at the Grammys, your husband at the time was an immigrant. That's right. Is that right? That's right. All of these things. And it just yep. shows everybody listening, the real complexities and intricacies of somebody that is really holding us back when we are so quick to go, oh, she looks like this. So she thinks A, B, C, D, E. 
Now, before we go, I want to talk to you about your um, Alyssa Milano spoof video that went viral, okay? <laughs> Joy impersonates Alyssa Milano because she's like going at this, like her hair, with her hair, right? Ripping it out and showing yeah. her hair and going, this is the effects of COVID. And you spoofed it and it went viral. I saw her video and I was just like, this, this person is just trying to get attention and being victim, wear a damn mask. Like, it's just the whole thing was like a character. If you do spoof funny comedy, there's a chance that people won't get it. And then there's a backlash and you're just like, can you not take a joke, people, right? But people understood it, some people didn't. And it went viral. It's, it went viral on Twitter and Instagram's blown up. I went on Newsmax to talk about it. And it's simply because it's, it's like her whole demeanor is I can be a victim. I can say this came from COVID and, and you can, you know, listen to me. It's like celebrities get off your high horse and get off your both high horse and low horse at the same time. Like you're both like a hero and a victim. Like you can't play both parts. Alyssa Milano is somebody that I, we have such the opposite views, but I would gladly sit down and talk to her because it would be really interesting because she is very passionate about what she does but she's so often wrong and I feel like so often led astray by her emotions that I just wish I'd be like, is there something we can find a, 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 a ground? You know, there's, there's gotta be a circle we can overlap. So, you know, what's interesting is I actually interviewed Alyssa recently and again, same thing as you, regardless of how you feel about her, I feel like Rose McGowan is a badass bitch because she stands by what she says regardless yeah. of if you agree or not consistent. and she's not backing down so consistent and so I asked Alyssa this was like before right before COVID hit in the last I don't know in the last year yeah. and I don't know what personal things she had with Rose McGowan but with Charmed or whatever the follow-up but I asked something about that like you are really vocal Rose McGowan is really you know do you cheer each other you know how do you feel whether you agree or not she just like couldn't be having my shit less she gave me this like aloof thing and basically walked away from me so I say that story because of the line in your book where you say, I'm pro-woman, but not pro-feminist. And Alyssa Milano, right, as somebody who is like the face of the Me Too and feminist and all this and all that, you kind of just shit on Rose McGowan to me. So again, which is it? It's all, right, Joy? It's yeah. all of this surface level on Twitter. Me too, yay, rah, rah, this, this, yeah. that. When it comes down to it, when no one's watching, where is it then? Yeah, that, and that's what true values are. That's what true ethics are. If no one was listening to you out there, if you weren't on TV talking about it, would these values still matter to you? And I think that it's a really good question to ask because we live in such a society where it's so me, 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 us, constant like, oh, hey guys, I'm just taking a shit, what's up? It's such a you know self-obsessed TikTok culture, right? We have to be able to, to maintain conversation with well, this I had to. And I, that's why I'm like, I can't be a feminist. This is the modern face of femininity, or not femininity, feminist, uh, feminism. And I'm very feminine woman, and I'm also pro-woman. Like, I'm like, girl power, get it, girl. Women should be able to do whatever the hell they want. You know, go live your life, be confident. But I don't, I skew the label of feminist because it just, and I, that was only happened in the last couple of years. I voted for Trump as a feminist. You know, I thought I was doing the right thing. It's become such a man bashing. It's been such a fellow woman bashing. And now it's like, you can't do anything right. And when we, when we put ourselves in those boxes and those labels, it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller until you have to be the biggest victim in the world in order to your voice to be allowed. You know, you don't know if, if you're like, if you're, if you're gay, no, if you're gender queer in a wheelchair, 
black native american you know like it, you like name a bunch of things so then you could be like okay well their voice needs to be heard and then they'll get a whole nike campaign and everyone will be like oh my god yes it'll be amazing and gwyneth paltrow will be like yes i interviewed them from goop and then everyone will forget about it next month and that's hollywood in a nutshell joy what awesome. do you think like group think is it gonna just keep I think it has to break. come to head at some point. I mean, you got out of it. I got out of it. I think people are going to start waking up and going, okay, this is a little too ridiculous. I think young, really young people, like Generation Z right now, are growing up in it. So this is what they're taught to believe. But a lot of millennials are starting to grow out of this. And I think you start to pay taxes and have your own place. And it just, it's different. You grow up and you go, you know, this is all just nonsense. And I think that the young people, I mean, I meet a lot of Generation Z kids that are like on the campaign trail and are super hardcore conservatives. It blows my mind to be like 14 and be like loving Trump and knowing all the, they know more about politics than I do. I'm like, damn, I was not like this. There's hope for it. When it, the dial goes too far this way, it has to go that way at some point. I know. So it's crazy. Pray for the day. At this point, I'm just tired of all the fakeness, right? It's too much work to self-edit all the time. Just be real. That's actually a really good point. It is too much. And I, I was doing that too when I was doing my interviews and I was still in Hollywood. I was like, okay, yeah. what is my editor, editor going to like? What's the celeb? What's going to be the okay thing? And after a while, yeah. you're just like, it, it, you're right. It takes more work to edit than to just be. Just to be. And people don't want that fakeness anymore. To all of you guys watching and listening too, take it from these two bitches right here, right? right. We <laughs> might have the repercussions of expressing ourselves you through your music your book me through videos interviews what i have to say yeah but walk the walk right because i think people are going to hear you say take the feminism example people are going to hear you say oh she's not a feminist but you're right it's become synonymous with topical fake activism and women bashing and all this nasty stuff that's not what it truly stands for so i think at the yeah. end of the day you know, and that's what we're doing, calling out these hypocrisies with high profile people in Hollywood and this and that. Yeah. Walk the walk. Enjoy. You're a testament to that. You could lose everything. You are in the most, the most mainstream liberal group think business there is. And yet look at you doing what you do. You could lose everything. So I think it really comes down at the end of the day, bust out of that box, bitch. Use your voice. Your voice matters. And you know, speak it whether you think it's going to be agreed with or not so often we look for agreement don't seek to be agreed with because all the best most radical ideas that changed the world had a fair number of hate and disagreement to keep going don't stop i used to always say i don't care if i make it till i'm 50 that's when i'll make it and you know luckily it didn't have to be that long but even if you are 50 it's never too late to use your voice. If you're 15, it's not too early to, to use your voice. Research, look at other viewpoints, and then put your opinion and your viewpoints out. Make no apologies for it. Woo! I love it. Doing and that. just like that. Boom! Right, Shaking the titties. It's it. <laughs> Joy, thank you so much.